This Happy Monday. This is episode yuck, 61. Yuck, yuck. I saw what you did with that. <laughs> Happy Monday. Listen, if those of you living outside of the area, we're all kind of in a pissy, grumpy mood because yet once again, it fucking snowed over the weekend. It was a beautiful and snow, though. I got, I got it close. Was. Said no it one with a brain ever. <laughs> was that not beautiful? It was beautiful until I had to get the shovel out. Yeah. Right. I yeah. shoveled at, twice. At this time. It made perfect snowballs, though. Yeah. Like, you just picked it, up some and you could throw it. It would have been perfect igloo snow. At. Dare I say igloo? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It didn't. didn't. It, I mean, it, it would have been a great snow had it not been the 18th snow of the last month and a half. I want months. more. Bring us more. I don't even care. You, sir, can okay. go fuck yourself. You can, you can, can you turn his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put him in timeout for a few right. minutes. I think it's only fair. It's nice out. What's that ESPN show where they lock him out if they have a bad Pardon point? Pardon interruption. Right? No, no, it was a point counterpoint they, they or something like that. They do lock him out on that one where they, they can't, they, he'll mute them and stuff if they're saying <laughs> bad things. Point counterpoint was long time ago on 60 Minutes. And that was Jane, you ignorant slut. What was this? <laughs> Jane, that was Saturday you Night ignorant Live. Slut. Saturday Night Live that was, doing that. That was Dan Aykroyd, yeah. <laughs> Jane, you ignorant slut. Oh my God. So great. All right. Uh, episode 61. We're sitting around Library Pub, 90th and Fort, just a block south. We have announced our next details, minor details for the next Whiskey Wednesday. Actually, we have all the details. We got a, we a, got a list, a list together. Coming up March third. Oh, it's in March. PM. Are we doing Irish whiskey? <laughs> We're doing the better of the Irish. We're whiskeys. doing. Yeah, notice there's no Jameson up there. Right. Until Matt decides there could have been. <laughs> until Matt gets orders to do a sixth drink and he pulls hey, out the, the good Jameson. I'll tell you the Jameson well, eighteen would is. Would you sh- worth mark the that? Money. You can't say that on the air. That's a surprise. That's what I did last year. Jesus Christ! You can't find good help anymore. <laughs> you know, you pay nothing, right? And they don't work. <laughs> I can't imagine why that is. <laughs> 90th and Fort, one block south, once again, Library Pub Omaha on Facebook page. Make sure that you get down for the March 3rd Whiskey Wednesday. It's going to be featuring five Irish whiskeys not named Jameson. And I want to make sure and emphasize those words just in case something bonus happens. Oh, Christ. That we're going to be trying five Irish whiskeys not named Jameson. We will be tasting five Irish whiskeys not named Jameson. There we go. Five uh, whiskeys not named what? Jameson. We're not, we're not saying what they are. We are. I just hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. $40 right. for the tasting, and that's going to include... That's your cue. That's going to include... Oh, that's for me? Yeah. yeah. You're the one that cut the ad. Uh, Wait, you haven't done that yet. No, I haven't cut the ad yet. We've got uh, Teeling Small Batch. Which you'll note is not Jameson. Redbreast Lestow. Also not Jameson. Bushmill 16. Definitely not Jameson. The okay. Best. Tyrconnell 15. Close to Jameson, but not quite. And Yellow Spot 12-year. Oh, you went out of order on the list. Because that's not Jameson either. It's not. Huh. No, I, I was reading off the bottles. Oh, okay. Because I can't see the bottom two on the list. Fair enough. Where I'm at. Yeah. My my three thousand dollar eyes have a tough time seeing over there. Mine are only twenty four nine to nine. Way to go. And that's why I'm blind. Yeah. Mine were up there four thousand dollars. Yeah. I got luckily I got my HSA to pay for it. Well, and then Flum the Flum tried to make the other one have to get done again. I did get the other one done again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, after the thorn incident. Oh, yeah. So when I got my eyes done, I got it done once, and then the left eye had a little blurry blur, so I had to go get that done. But yeah, Did what you you're talking about. Did you get it done again? Nope. Because it, ju- it was like, yeah, a part, yeah they yeah. told me the same thing. And what was the worst thing about the Thorn incident? Not going to drink whiskey with my friends. In, you're right. In, because we, we, <laughs> I came up here with he- Jen. Jen drove me up here, and I was like, Mark, and I sat down, and I was like, it's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I had a fucking man. eye patch on, and like, for dude, historical perspective, sometime pissed, around 
10 years ago, nine years ago, I rented a Winnebago. Jay! Jay! Jay Harris! Jay, the Bud Light Monster Bomb guy, has joined us. And the fans go wild. Anyway, 10 years ago. Myself and four other people from the bar went to Kentucky to go on tours and drink bourbon. Yeah, the hotel we stayed at, we drank out of bourbon by day two. They didn't have any left. Oh, my God. Uh, It was... I don't think that I was under a point... The rule was I was going to pay for the, uh, the Winnebago, and I did not have to do any driving. I worked, closed the bar at 1.30 in the morning. The Winnebago... This library pub. This yeah. library pub. The Winnebago was parked out back. It's about when they left. And we left. And I don't think I blew less than a point two for five days straight, including Jesus. when I woke up in the morning. Jesus. Hey, hey, Chris, how did you get a thorn in your eye? Was cleaning for... This is when Mad Cow was having... They were doing the warrior dash. Yeah. And we were cleaning underneath some trees. They just had this field that doesn't get touched. I mean, it's why they used it out there. Mm-hmm. So there are random trees out in this field, and most of them are locust trees, so they have those big freaking thorns on them. Well, there was a bunch of trash that was caught underneath this tree, and I went and to grab it, took my sunglasses, just put them up on my head because it was getting dusk, and went to grab and touched a branch, and it uncocked and goes oh. whack, and just, oh. n- like, seriously goes whack. And, oh my god. And like it knocked me out. Like I was dizzy. I was like, what the fuck? And everything was kind of blurry on this eye. And I was like, I, I instantly thought I ripped my LASIK yeah. scar. Like a, I was convinced. I went up to the freaking, I'm like, dudes, we got to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Bellamy looked at me and my eyelid, my eyeball was filling up with blood inside of it. And it was like puffing out. And he was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's like, let's go. And like he peeled out of that. <laughs> Fucking placed and oh yeah, God. man. I had to bring in a special surgeon on a Saturday and I was super go under. paranoid when I got mine because they're because I took a whole Valium, so I was a little fucked. As and that was the day so you were supposed two. to leave for the trip. Yeah, no, it wasn't oh. the day. It was like a week before. I don't know, a couple days. Yeah. Something. And so why didn't you go for the trip? They wouldn't let me. I mean, I was dude. I was on some heavy medication okay. and like. Okay. We would have killed stuff. him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would have been on heavy medication and, and bourbon. Yeah, and bourbon. Dude, so. I, I got freaked out when when I got mine done because they're like you can't move your eye really quickly for like thirty six hours, or else it could pull that. And so, how do you not move your fucking eye really quickly? I know what I did. Your patch well, on. even even when you're <laughs> like even when you're in REM sleep, right? Think about it. So like for me, I got my surgery done at seven o'clock at night, so it took what an hour at the most yeah. tops. Got home, it was already dark. Passed out till the next morning. Like it was wow. great, but I I told them that I had a. Uh, a little uh, uh, tolerance for <laughs> for the, <laughs> for the Valium yeah. and uh, got two. <laughs> wow, so, that's I, like, they're like they're like, well, you can either have a half a Valium or a full Valium. I'm like, well, if I'm fucking paying for the Valium, <laughs> let me get the full one. Yeah, and they're like, okay, well, here's two. And I seriously was like, woohoo! Let's <laughs> cut my eyeballs. What's that smell? Me burning? Awesome. Yeah, that, I smell great. That was uh, that was an interesting experience. popcorn. You, obviously, Mark, you've never had no. That. Would you ever do that trip again, please? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's do it like in November, when when nobody no, wants. Let's to be not, let's do it. Let's do it, let's let's do do it in November when there's a p- possibility of snow. No, it doesn't snow in November. It only snows in this country in January and February. Nope, not true. Okay, good point. All right, episode sixty-one. Okay, March third, Whiskey Wednesday. Five Irish whiskeys not named Jameson. $40 for 
for the tasting. Get here at about 6.30, get set up, get ready to go. And Mark, do you want to talk about the April Whiskey Wednesday yet? We're doing a tasting in April that uh, a very good scotch. Ones I particularly enjoy. A chef that I am familiar with is going to do some food pairings with the whiskey. If you're thinking it's going to be 40 bucks, you'd be wrong. All right. Whiskey. How was your guys' weekends? Oh, it snowed. Yeah? I did absolutely nothing yesterday. It was nice. Great. Well, did you put pants on? Pajama vans, basically. Okay. Yeah. Great. Let's see. Friday night, Howie went over to Grandma and Grandpa's, so Jen and I chilled and watched a really stupid movie, which was cool. Did you have a hot, which sweaty monkey sex? We did not. We both kind of fell asleep because we were really fucking tired. What Just was excited, the stupid movie? Excited not to have a kid. Uh, man, I honestly forget the name, but it was about... It's a, I think it was a Kevin Smith movie, but mm. it was where... This kid was a video game nerd, and they end up releasing a demon into the world. And this kid that is, is it from I swear, the 80s? no, no, no. This sounds like an no, 80s movie. No, yeah, it's it's it based like off an 80s movie. video game, apparently. Huh. But like it, Rampage it was, or something? What's that? Like Rampage? No, it's like Max something. Max, uh, I don't know. It's it was it was pretty dumb, Maximum but for some terrible. reason we. And Kevin Smith of Kevin Smith Jay and Silent Bob. Yep, yep. Okay. He's in it. No, me. You should have just said Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. We watched we watched Which, Mall Rats. I watched it the was uh, great. I watched the third Jay and Silent Bob. It oh, is, is it? fucking terrible. Oh yeah. Is that oh, the yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? No, that's no, the that's second one. Funny, that one's man. good. What the hell was the name of this one? I don't it was I didn't I guess I didn't know that there was a third one. Whoever Isn't there like his, a reboot or something whoever like that. Whoever say uh Jay is Whoever the actor is. Jason uh, Mew. Yeah, Mew's I'm fairly certain yeah. he has no front teeth. Because oh, yeah. I watched... The only reason why I stuck with the movie 30 minutes into it was to catch more glimpses of his teeth. I'm fairly certain they were CGI. Uh, Just or, by the way he was talking. Or they might be the glimpsing ones. Yeah, he, uh, it, it, he, they looked cartoony. Fa- he went through I mean, some shit, He played yeah. that character pretty much in real life. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was... He loved the, the white horse, was a big fan of the methamphetamines. Yeah. Anyways, that'll make your teeth fall out. So, in regard to this particular podcast, yes, it's called the Library Pub Podcast, mm-hmm. and we talk about whiskey and beer. You Are do. we going to get to that soon? Eventually. Eventually. Okay. Yeah. It's remember, it's ninety percent bullshit, five percent dick and fart jokes, five percent whiskey and beer. This is Mark being really quiet and kind of. <laughs> no, it's not. You're talking. <laughs> You're talking. I heard you. <laughs> well, we're radio, so. <laughs> All right, fine. Theater let's of the taste, mind. Let's taste some whiskey. Mark the Unch is... Oh, shit. Mark the... Who the fuck are you? I know. I'm sorry. The Mark Unch wheels. Thank you. It's, it's, like, it's getting to be a symphony around here. <laughs> Mark, what have you brought for us today? I have brought Bowmore 25. Oh. And how long has it been aged? At least 25 years. <laughs> Bowmore is a small village on the east... No, west, I always get confused. The west side of Islay. Uh, it is, in fact, considered an, an Islay scotch. It's going to be a little smoky, a little I'm peaty. I'm getting that smoke. Okay, I'm, I'm getting the more smoke, so. More smoke than peat. After aging this long, a lot of the peat is aged out of it. It's also aged in uh, ex-bourbon barrels and then aged in sherry barrels. So you get some of that fruit that kind of offsets the... <laughs> The smoke. Uh, okay. <laughs> it is. I'm going to take a sip now. Thank you. I get a ton of smoke on the nose. Yeah. I don't get any peat. I get a ton of that, that char smell. See, and I confuse smoke and peat. 
So. And I was actually just thinking either last night or this morning, we haven't talked about Pete in quite some time. Oh, fuck Pete. Fuck him. Should we talk about Pete? Let's. I think we should have like Mark, levels of Pete. Like Mark, you have Pete you the Dragon. I'm not a fan Pete of Pete Sampras. No? I don't really like my whiskey most of the time tasting like dirt. Pete North. I, I agree with that. Smoke doesn't bother me a whole lot. I don't like it super heavy. I've been tainted to smoke because ah. I tried that smokehead, and I think I'm still... Whatever Johnny Walker that we, when we did a Johnny Walker tasting, this was a decade ago, right? When yeah. you did it on the back. Whatever Johnny Walker that you put in front of me that was like... That was like seriously drinking a campfire. Never again. I can't... I, that is yeah. something that I will never get used to. Have ever. you had smokehead? No, I don't want it. Don't. That's on side point. It's... It... So we did it at the uh, Whiskey Fest that I did mm-hmm. a while ago, mm-hmm. and that was ended up being the second to last whiskey I tried, because everything I tried after that, second or third to last whiskey, because everything I tried after that was just all smoke. smoke. And I was like, well, great, this is ruined to me. <clears throat> this particular whiskey is available. It's going to run you someplace between the high fours to the low sixes, depending on where you, when, where you buy it. You know, as I said, a lot of dark fruit at the front end. It's a very dark colored scotch. It is. Very it's dark. Very, uh, you know, almost like a mahogany. Yeah. And scotch, the juice is clear. It's when it comes it's off the, the still. Yes. That, yes. That gives it the color. So all, all alcohol is clear as it comes off the still. You would, wow. <laughs> uh, you would assume that, is it safe to assume that the longer it ages, the darker it's going to get? Generally, yes. Also, depending on what kind of wood it's being aged in. Sherry will give a much darker tone because sherry barrels are going to have a sherry Especially is a wine. When she's drinking, which on a Sunday. is red. Saturday. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I had to throw that in. There. Saturday. You mean Saturday. That? Oh, sorry. Full shift. <laughs> Overtime. Matt even took a nap. She even uh, like Matt had to take a nap. <laughs> I went home and took a nap and wasn't going to come back till they called me old. <laughs> My buddy. Sorry. So he just came back angry. My bu- I, <laughs> well, I, oh great! It was morning, Matt. I woke up. Night. No, I. <laughs> I woke up from my from my little nappy poo I took, and there was nobody in my house. Well, when I left, my wife said, "I'm going to finish this drink, and then I will come home." <laughs> well, we're talking three hours later. I wake up. And there's nobody in the house but me and the dog. I was a little concerned. Yeah. I, as, and then I start getting the text messages. Talking about, are you coming back to the bar? Blah de blah, this and that. They called me old and posted a picture on Facebook, so I got in my truck and came back. You fell for it. Yeah, I'm stupid. And we're still trying to tally up the bill. No, I, the bill's fine. Yeah, okay. that, that was figured. Anyway, out back to Balmore. So Balmore, 25. It's aged minimum 25 years. Minimum 25 years. 25. Uh, Is there ever a company out there that was dumb enough to mix? 30, 25, 30 with like a 10, yes. 15. Right? Oh, yeah. They're, out, oh, they're, they're all out over the place. Time. Really? Mm-hmm. Because according to the rules, you then you have to call it the minimum uh, age. Yes. Mix it with. Generally, if they take a very old whiskey and and put it with a qu- quite a bit younger whiskey, they don't put an, an age statement on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Johnny Blue. Well, the claim Johnny Blue makes behind you is that everything in there is at least 25 years old. I find that hard to believe because if everything in there was at least 25 years old, they would put 25 years on it. So you would think, and it, it just, just makes it, sense. Just it aging for 25 years doesn't mean it's going to be a good whiskey. Oh, I've had some, scotch, I've had some horrible anything. 25 yeah. year old whiskeys, uh, more so in bourbon than in uh, scotch. Bourbon age 
I was just waiting for you to go more so with bourbon, like Mictor's 20. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just waiting for the, it. The problem is, is all whiskeys to me have a sweet spot, and that is the, the range of years where the best whiskey comes. To me, uh, scotch uh, is 18 uh, oh, oh. to 25. Bourbon is 12 to 15, maybe 12 to 18. If you get much... Because of the way things age and the fact that it gets way warmer in Kentucky than it does in Scotland, booze ages faster in Kentucky. Ergo, it will pick up that woodiness or that oakiness a lot sooner in bourbon than it will in scotch. You're not a fan of that, Matt? No, I think it's very good. It is, it is one that you would have to be in the mood for because you do have to deal with that, that there's, smokiness. Too. There's a lot of char to this. Yeah. What am I seeing that's for a pour? Uh, 20... Twenty-six an ounce. I hate that I'm about to say this, but that nose is growing on me. No, that nose is growing on you. I was ha, pointing at his ha, face. Ha, ha, Zing. He called you Pinocchio. Pow. <laughs> but Great. It's not, now we owe money to Disney. I mean, I'm not. You're the dumbass that said Pinocchio. <laughs> I noticed that you said it different yeah. there. Yeah, that way we only owe money once. Clearly I just can't get over the. the I just can't get over that taste. There's so much char Good, in there. Bad what? I don't know, man. It's just like that bad experience with Johnny Walker, it, I think, is what it's it like hanging me up. It does not have that medicinal medicinal taste to yeah. it that a highly peated scotch will, but it does have the ashtrays, burnt ashtrays yeah. to it. Yeah, you don't you don't get all the iodine no. or the burned rubber band-aids. You just don't get all that, that out that of that it. aftertaste. Like cause it's all all that's there, but it's just sub subtle. I think it's it's very, very subtle. Very subtle. It's uh it's a very it's a very cost-effective introduction to an old, old whiskey. You don't find a lot of 25-year-old whiskeys that are four or $500 a bottle. No. I would say, though, if you came in here to drink it, to get a one-ounce pour and not a two-ounce pour, because two ounces of this might be a little bit overwhelming for the rest of your evening. Depending on what you like. But there again, it's, I mean, it's, it's taste buds. They're subjective. Very much so. So what's the... I know you've thrown out this stat before, but what's the ratio of people that like scotches like this? 20 percent okay. of the okay. people like Eiley scotches, okay. maybe 25. The rest of them stay with Highlands because they don't want that peatiness. I just couldn't, I just couldn't always taste that smoke or iodine like, all right, I'm going to go grab a scotch off the shelf and it's always going to be that. Some people like, just, just love it. I know. It blows my mind. I've got a, I got a girl that comes in here a couple times a month and that's all she drinks wow. are, are the high-end smoky peaties, the you know, the distiller editions, she loves them. And she'll come in here and spend 100 bucks like it's nobody's wow. business. I, I don't understand that. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's I've just, tried. It's just that Johnny, I think Johnny Walker just yeah. really ruined it for me. What was that? Which Johnny Walker was that? You don't know? I don't. It was 10 years I ago, know, and I try not to even look at Johnny Walker bottles. Yeah, that's good. Once again, that was the Balmore 25. Mark the Unt Wheels. Submitted Ooh. that. Let's move on like to South Pontoon American Matt. Wheels. What have you brought for us today? Uh, today we're doing something that's not available in Nebraska. Oh, that's not nice. We're going to do the Smoke Wagon Small Batch. It's kind of their entry-level bourbon. It's about 50 bucks a bottle. Now I'm a little nervous because it has the word smoke. Because it says smoke, yeah. but nosing it, nosing it, I don't get any of that. <laughs> it's, uh, hey it's, it's a high rye out of Las, Las Vegas, Nevada. which has sweetness on it. Yep. The, the rye they source out of MGP. And this is one that, that the first the first batch they put out won all sorts of 
crazy awards and it was i got to try a little sip of it and it was pretty fantastic it's it's really good i think it would wow behoove man. it to put a little bit of water with it well following up uh, an 84 proof this proof. one this one's a hundred proofer yeah. so it's it's going to be a little shock to the system you well, know the high rye gives it a little more spiciness mark i don't want to act like i'm dropping names here but i know a guy that could hook you up a little water if you need some who his name's matt Pontoon, Matt, Matt can't go away from his microphone for very long because he always has interesting insights to put in. <laughs> Are you saying Plus I have to get up and barbs, get it? <laughs> barbs and quips. Or you could just stick the glass We're out We're talking about door. water. We're talking about water. We refer do we to know barbs Pontoon that come Matt. up here? Right. What's that? I was say, do we know very many barbs that come up here? I know many barbs that come up here. Yeah. My mom's name is Barb. She's going to be 85. Tomorrow. Are you shitting me? No. Remember, she still water skis and freaking snow skis. It blows my mind that she can go down a hill fast. Like, obviously, it's not fast. She has seven kids. She's real loose. Oh, (laughs) wow. My mom has only had sex like seven times. Thank you very much. She's 100%. She's batting 100%, 100%, 100% floppy. Yep. yep. I feel yep. bad for you. Know, and everything. strong hips. Thank you very much. Oh I mean, come on. If she gets going fast enough, will she take flight? Well, you were uh, maybe like a manta ray. <laughs> you're not, you're <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and you're number seven, so she was yeah. actually in labor about, what, three minutes? <laughs> like she sneezed. Oh, oh hi, Chris. Oh. <laughs> I think I might be. By the way, you're no, Chris. Maybe we're just going to call you now. Uh, another one of my favorite family gag clips is they were uh, Stewie was talking about when he was born, and he said, "Yeah, Chris ripped that shit up because I walked out of it like a hot dog down an alley." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's, uh, it's way better with a little bit of water. In it. I enjoy this immensely. I love the package. Uh, the smoke throws me you off. You told me I that last have, night. Yeah, I did. Uh, I wouldn't have named it smoke. I would not what's put smoked in front of it. I would have put it. Well, they're a description somehow. They're trying to play off that that wild west. Well, okay, all right. Well, of, that makes of that the makes Nevada, yeah. Nevada, Las mm. Vegas area. God, I like this that. Bottle? I like it a lot. It's that supposed to be good. fifty bucks. I paid eighty for this one. Oh Jesus! I was in Colorado. I might have been stoned or something. Good pickup, man. But I would I would pay eighty for this bottle again, no problem. I agree with 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 uh, Chris that the package is nice, but I mean that's interesting how they get the. I know I want I mean, to take my knife and feels keep it out. No, like, let's not do that. <laughs> but it's it's embedded into the glass, which yeah. is kind of impressive. Cause I'm, I'm guessing it's like, glued on packaging. It. Like like yeah, how much would in. this whiskey no, be cast if it was a different packaging? Because that's intricate, man. That's like yeah. a mold. That's pressing. You they got, probably get be. they probably get those bottles for two dollars and twelve cents a piece, in in volume. It's like paying a waitress. Wow, I really enjoy this smoke this wagon a, small batch. It's really good. My next yeah. time out there, see, I was really nice and I let my buddy take the uncut, unfiltered, and that's when I bought my cream of Kentucky thirteen year. So that I took the good. entry level. He got the the top dog bottle, which I honestly prefer. This small batch more than I did the uncut, unfiltered. I'm assuming these plants growing on the side are rye? Sure. Okay. Kevin, the beer guy, he's in charge of the 46 great beers on tap, plus... <laughs> and Michelob Ultra. Shut the fuck up. Keep saying <laughs> the thing. I bleep it out. You forgot to last week on a couple of them. I did? 
Oh, I, that must have been later on when I was a little it deep was. into my... It's not horrible, Kevin, but it's just not spectacular either. All right, what, so Mark's going to go ahead and jump in. That is uh, just Fallen the... Angel from Empyrean Brewing. One of the oh, oldest... Which one is it? Empyrean. I know, but which beer? Oh, Fallen Angel. Six hops, Mark hops away from... <laughs> nope, no, that's, that, that that's was White Elm. Okay. That's 46 yep. Mark hops. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I'm laughing. It's a, it's a unit of measurement Dude, now. Like it's it's moved to laughing <laughs> it's the inside now. I, Mark, I, I got so many messages that that was the funniest part of the podcast today. <laughs> Mark said he's allowed back on whenever he wants. So he said James all is we ready. Need to do I mean, is make about fun of 35 Mark. feet well, from where I work. We got to get him another Uber ride up here yeah. since it's a it was, it was since he can't drive. Jesus. Home. Yeah. Exactly he, had a, he had an Uber home because his his ride bailed on him. Fallen Angel from Imperium. Yes. From Imperium out of Lincoln, uh, Nebraska. A, English style stout. That's why it's a lot lighter, a little bit it's more super roasty, light. a little bit dark as it is. I think it's good. Yeah, they asked at one, one point the, they were making a vanilla Fallen Angel, mm, which was really good. Mm. Yes, one of the probably one of the oldest breweries in Nebraska. They're having their thirtieth anniversary in about a month. So I don't know if I'm softening Nebraska to brewing, stouts, right? but I, 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 I think Imperial's like ten years older than Dude, Nebraska. it's, it's super light, yeah. and it's. I don't want to call it underwhelming because I well, think it's good, but it's not what I would expect when I picked up that glass well, with that dark, oily yes. beer in it. Well, we've been tasting. You've been drinking a lot of whiskey lately. There's a lot of similarities between dark beers as far as taste profiles and stuff like that than whiskeys. You know, I mean, they have a yeah. lot, they share a lot of the same similarities. So that beer is fantastic. I, like I would that a lot with a, even the smoke wagon. That would be nice. I think the sweetness would complement each other that's nice i haven't had that one before yeah i don't it makes me really disappointed in myself to be honest with you see i <laughs> really like local. like imperians brown yeah I, it's yeah. one of the best that they i mean they've been doing it since they opened and it's it's probably one of my favorite browns ever and i i could drink the shit out of this one too probably not 12 hours worth on a saturday but but maybe a solid eight Maybe maybe like the first five that I spend here. It is it is only five percent alcohol too, so oh. it is one of those that you could drink for a while. I, I could bring a growl out of this and go <clears throat> sledding or skied or yeah. something like that. Or just sit in a chair and drink right out of the growler. No. I have to do something. Take it into a movie theater, drink it in the movie theater if that were that open. would work. God, I miss movies. You can still go. Uh, theaters are open. I know, but not the good theaters. There's, we go every few weeks. There's really not a lot of good movies out yeah. there to go watch. It's Dude, on HBO we, Max. We went and watched Beetlejuice. They're doing replays of Are great they? '80s and '90s Where? movies. Where's that? Majestic. Yeah, yeah but the Alamos, I'm pretty sure. Are, uh, I think not they're closed for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think they're all going to be COVID shot places. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens to movie theaters, because I think it's going to turn into a very niche market, especially with the fact that Hollywood and, and the production companies are sending it straight to streams. Stream, yeah, yeah. HBO Max. Well, I'm pretty, everything's on HBO Max. And I'm pretty crazy. sure our movie theater up here that was like the best drug front or whatever the hell open. it was. The I think they're all closed. The best drug front? Dundee? Uh, no, the one oh, on the 70th. Crown Point one? The, yeah, Crown uh, Point. What's it called? Great Escapes. Yeah. Yep. I think that yeah. whole company already closed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so. I haven't seen a car in that lot for well, a while. I drove by one time after it snowed, and the whole lot never got plowed after the rest of that area shopping center did. So We should we should buy it and move the pub to a movie theater. Yeah. Talk about unneeded space. Put the yeah, bar like right where the screen is, so everybody can like room for so many. Most ultimate dug-in freaking bar ever. That'd be cool. What are they gonna do with all those properties? Turn them into shooting ranges. Oh, that's what they did with Cinema Center. It's, 
It's true. It, it only it's took him 20 years. Too. but So once again, that was Kevin, the beer guy, bringing us Fallen Angel from Imperium Brewing in Lincoln. Moving on to our Steel of the Week, economically affordable, highly approachable whiskey that needs to be in your collection. I have Ooh. definitely taken full advantage of the Steels of the Week and have bolstered my collection to include much more economically affordable, highly approachable whiskeys for me to sip on on a regular basis. Look, you said it twice. Yeah, well, Correctly. I, read it, I read it twice. Oh, fair enough. I, I'll take credit when it's due. Matt, what have you brought for us? We're bringing William LaRue Weller Special Reserve. Or for you people that just go by the label color, it's the green label. <laughs> That's what I do. Hey, colors are easy to... Hey, it's the green label, it's the orange label, it's the white label. Any, any whiskey guy anywhere is going to know what the hell you're talking about, so why not? Especially since they have so many different colors, it's hard to keep the name straight. I like the nose. This is a good weeded whiskey, good entry level from Weller. About 25 bucks a bottle if you can mm. find it on the shelf. Otherwise, secondary market, you're going to look Finding between it is the hard part, 50 though. and 100. Is it difficult to uh, to find, or can it be? You know, I think in some of the liquor stores, it's a little easier to find. I know you get down south into uh, Kansas and Oklahoma, and Weller's pretty plentiful down there. You can find it in Omaha from time to time. How much was it? This was 25 bucks, bucks a bottle. Yeah. I mean... It's 45%, 90 proof. This is bourbon. Yeah. It's a weeded whiskey. Cool fact about, about William LaRue Weller is he is responsible for a man by the name of Pappy Van Winkle. He actually hired him. Vanilla uh, Ice's in the, relative? Yes. Yeah. No. Maybe. I don't know if they're really Rob relatives or not. Yeah. Um, but he hired him back in the day and taught him, taught him how to do all this stuff. And then actually later on in their careers, they merged their two distilleries and became... LaRue, uh, Weller Stitzel. So, yeah. Or is it the other way? We, William Stitzel Weller. I thought it was Stitzel Weller. It, it's those two but names in one of those in one orders. Of, one, of, one order. See, I feel like if you like this Green Label Weller, you're going to like that very old Barton. I mean, especially with those... Shameless plug. No, shameless no, plug. no. This is not like... A shameless plug for the fact that I want that very old Bartons to get on like people's minds about... Something that's very, very cost affordable, like way less, fifteen bucks less than than that bottle. About ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks probably. About less ten than bucks that less. Um, so, and and I don't know what the mash bill is. I don't yeah. remember what the mash bill yeah. is from the very old Bartons, but I would assume it's a little bit higher weeded. Yeah. Because it's it's pretty sweet, Dang. pretty easy to, easy to drink. Yeah, this is easy. I think this Weller Green Label's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great entry level that you can get for very inexpensive. But this is just as good as us putting one of those bullets in one of those. Oh, bars. definitely. Like, yeah. maybe not very. I'll give it the fact that if you just open a very old Barton bottle and compare it to this, that the Weller would beat it. But if you opened up and put one of those bullets in the very old Barton, in my opinion, they're, they're one and the same. Like, yeah, you honest, would probably put this in front of me, and I wouldn't be able to tell you. Honestly, what I, they don't, are. I don't think the very old Bartons needs anything. Yeah. I don't think the Weller needs anything. No, 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 no. They're, uh, no. they're both super affordable. Um, and just nice, easy, light drinkers. Yeah. I'm really shocked we haven't actually done this one yet. I thought yeah, we would have done this me one. me too. Because what, we've done the Antique? We uh, did No, the, we did the 107 that Matt brought Yeah, we time. did the 107 that I brought from home. that's the only the, Weller that I could bring That up. would be the Maroon label. Yeah, that's right, because everybody's freaking out. Or red for some people. Regular uh, weather, so we did we do the Weller 12? No. We may I have done so. the Weller 12 once. I don't know. That's one everybody freaks out about. But we've done the, we did the Antique Either the Weller or the Stag, I don't remember. They're pretty similar. 
<clears throat> I couldn't tell you. After sixty-one episodes, I'm a little. I can't. I can't Confucius. keep them all straight. Maybe it's all the whiskeys that I've nope. had today. But we this Weller makes me We have not dance. done the Weller Twelve. I think we ran out of it. <laughs> too I don't quickly. dance. Just saying. You don't dance? Not really. Not a dancer, but this would. I could get up and do a funny dance. You won't do it. No, I'm not going to right now. But I'm just saying. My my wife was like, "Dance, monkey." I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> Or maybe at a paintball event late at night. Yeah, before I go to bed. Kevin, which of the three are you already sold out of? Rums, tequilas, and gins? Uh, tequila's gone. Tequilas. I got to remember to update that. Not anymore, gin, because you guys uh, like the Snoop D O double G gin. So well, that could be one we're keeping. Plug, we're still can get rid of a lot of the other ones. <laughs> Good job selling that on Friday and Saturday, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. I'm pretty Rums. sure that bottle sells. Well, that was itself. all Friday. Like I didn't sell any on Saturday. Did you like say, "Hey, try this new gin," and? Uh, well, basically, I think he said, you need to try this. It doesn't taste like gin. Yeah, pretty much, I think. <laughs> yeah, cool. This, which is fine. Sell it that way. Because if you would have put that in front of me and told me that was gin, I would have said go. I would have called you a liar. Yeah, I would have said you're a liar, too. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't taste like gin at all. Zero. Maybe we should add a gin into the 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 tasting for no. every podcast. No. <laughs> no. Just to I mean, run would help, out of gin. Yeah, it would help them go faster. Rums and gins are 25% off while supplies last. Is that bottle sales or pours? Yes. Also? Both. Both. Okay. So, yes. The next exactly. Whiskey Wednesday is going to be March 3rd. It's going to feature five Irish whiskeys not named Jameson. Allegedly. Allegedly. $40 for a ticket. Get here at 630. Get your ticket. Get your seat. Get some popcorn. Get set to go. It's going to start at 7 o'clock. By the way, this is the first Whiskey Wednesday back with Mark at, at the helm. Yes. Um, Matt, yep, you did a very good job. They won't have to deal with me anymore. No, we still do because you hand out all the whiskeys. It's true. I mean, I'm sure I'll have a smart-ass comment at some yeah. point. And possibly a sixth to drink. I, I, I he sets down. I can probably come up with a whiskey, and he says, "Look at my ass." <laughs> I don't. I don't have to. Mark normally brings notice yeah, to it at the at the tastings. So will you introduce him as Pontoon Matt? Please, please do as his head goes down. No, come on. It's my uh, 2021 goal to get Matt to put Pontoon on the back of his paintball jersey. Dude, you've already <laughs> you've already turned your video game character yeah, into me. True, can we? Is it, do you think there's ever a bet we could make with Matt that he would have to get a tattoo of Pontoon Matt? A My pontoon first boat? tattoo would not be a Pontoon. Uh, come you don't on, have any man. Tattoos? No. How the hell? No tattoos. Never, for the, industries? never been pierced. For like the Pontoon, uh, what are those things called? Pontoons. Pontoons. Right? Tunes. You could put dicks. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to. I don't. I don't want a dick tune tattooed on me. <laughs> Or a tune dick, whichever, you know. I think dick tune Matt. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not. Dick this is hilarious. tune Matt. I still like Tugboat James. Yeah, Tugboat James is fun. Tugboat James. Would you get a Tugboat tattoo? Just, sounds like a bad baseball nickname. Would you get a Tugboat tattoo instead? No. Oh, it sounds okay. like it's got a great So he's not getting a boat it. tattoo. I, maybe Matt. eventually, if I ever you start getting water, tattoos. Though. I do love the water. You're a water guy. When I, when I was a kid, I I had people that called me Matt Matt the Water Rat. When you were swimming, you could have been Speedboat James. But we now both know you're that's a older. <laughs> I was a fat guy swimming. <laughs> yeah, but you're fast, like a pontoon library with pub. big engine. <laughs> no, a pontoon is <laughs> Library Pub on Facebook. It. Let's get to our RIPs. Did anybody die this week? Uh, nope. Nobody at all, ever. They did figure out why Cloris Leachman died. Yeah. Well, they told suspected. You. Nope, told you. Whether you, you liked him or not, the man that saved oh, talk yes. radio. No, he, oh, listen, Rush Limbaugh. This is the Rush Limbaugh. Huge one. 
And I, yeah, he died after wh- the- whether whether you like him or you didn't like him. He personally saved political talk radio, Listen, like Jim Rome saved you, sports boom, radio. You're exactly right. I was just going to say that. Like he, you didn't have to agree with him, and the man always said, "I am not a political commentator. I am an entertainer." Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Rush. Mm-hmm. Did have someone else that died? The chairman of Omaha Steaks. Yes. And his name was wow. That's really tiny typeset. Bruce Simon, who is the son of the guy that started Simon Meats. What about Power Tune, Matt? Power Tune. Yeah, the fast, uh, the fastest mm-hmm. pontoon boat in the world. It goes sixty-five miles an hour, and Damn. it's called it's called Playcraft Power Tune Extreme. I I've seen the, you've seen pontoon. I, I think feel that's like the you've seen pontoon standard. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, they can buy. Uh, down at the shootout last year, or the year before, I believe they had a, a tri tune that topped out about one hundred and twenty-eight miles nope, an hour. Never ever would I ever be on that thing. Which I've done 90 on a jet ski, mm-hmm. which was scary as yeah, shit. Because you're literally, like, at that speed, you're, you're going not, on concrete. Yeah, like, well, you and fall you're, off, you're, you're not skidding. on the water anymore. No. no. You did are, we, your boat's barely touching yeah. the water. Did we talk about uh, former NFL wideout Vincent Jackson? Being There's all sorts of shit going on with him, man. Well, he's dead now. Well, he was dead a couple weeks ago. They, oh, was it, did we talk about it last time? He'd been no, living in a hotel about for about a month, and his family and everything knew where he was, and... All of a sudden, he stopped communicating with people, and so they reported him missing. They went to the, the hotel, and a maid walked in and found him dead on the floor. So, yeah, there's all sorts of conspiracy theories going on that he was murdered, drug overdose, blah, blah, blah. Was he leave, living in the Cecil Hotel? I don't think it was a Cecil. I just started watching that documentary last night. Did you know that there is an elevator game that, that a lot of people are saying, the girl from the Cecil Hotel, the little Asian chick that they found her in the water tank? Don't know what that is. Watch it on uh, Netflix. You go it's to, which the I... Disappearance, Missing Persons, The Disappearance at the Cecil Hotel. What's Cecil Hotel? It's a hotel in downtown L.A. that was built in like the 20s, okay. and it was supposed to be, I mean, it's, it's got like 700 rooms, huge hotel. Jeez. But then Black Friday, Black Tuesday, Black Friday, Black Tuesday happened, and everything turned to shit. People and were jumping they, off the roofs? Well, when everything recovered, the Cecil Hotel was basically in the heart of downtown L.A., which was known as Skid Row. So it was where all of the meth addicts, drug addicts, former prisoners, and mental hospital patients that were released, the city just dropped them off there. It was kind of like a buy-an-hour type hotel. You could buy it by the hour, by the day, by the week. Definitely not how the owners envisioned their business plan to go. No. So (laughs) this documentary focuses on a uh, uh, Canadian woman... That was traveling around and ended up booking a hotel, booking a room in this place, and time period what disappeared. Time period? So are we talking maybe. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. recent, yeah. yeah, ten years ago, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, and, and it's there's there's plenty of stories of this place that, like, there's drug deals going on, human trafficking. I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. oh all, all sorts and, of shady uh, shit. The manager said that her time there, she she was the manager of the place for ten years. And in her time, 80 people died there. What? Well, and they're, they're saying this chick was playing the elevator game, which you walk in in the lobby, and you push the fourth floor button. And then you go up to the fourth, and the door's open, you hit the two floor. And then it goes down to the second floor, and then you go up to the sixth, then you go back down to the second, and then up to the tenth, and then down to the fifth. And you don't get out on any of the floors. Well, after reaching the the fifth level, a mysterious woman will enter the elevator with you. And you don't talk to her, you don't look at her, nothing. And then you push the button for the first floor. And one of two things supposedly will happen. Either it takes you down to the first floor, 
you get the fuck off the elevator and walk the fuck out of the hotel and never look back. Or it takes you up to the 10th floor and it enters you into a new dimension. So I'm no, only thank two you. episodes yeah. into well, it, but she definitely doesn't do that. But there, but that's the elevator well, game? Well, that is the elevator game, but you watch the video of the chick, and she gets to the, to the last floor that they know that she's on, and the door opens, and she looks out, and she looks around. Well, they think she's looking for this mysterious woman that's going to enter. Yeah. So well, that's the one clip, of the conspiracy again, theories. Again, I'm only two episodes in, and the last episode I saw was that there was the video was definitely edited. Oh yeah, I mean the heebie-jeebies. But she lie. she pushes, assuming it's one two three, on each row. Yeah. One two three, four five six, seven eight nine. She pushes the middle row, all the way down, but the door never closes, and she stands there in the elevator for a second. Then she backs up to another corner of the elevator. And then she backs up next to the buttons, almost so that nobody can see her in the elevator. And then she starts peeking her head around the elevator. The door never closes. And it sits there for quite a while. She gets out. You could see, like, her hand. You could see her foot. She goes back in. She starts acting even weirder. Door never closes. Then she disappears. And a minute and a half later, after she disappears, the door finally closes, goes up to the next floor, opens, closes, goes up. So it goes up to all the buttons that she pushed. Again, I'm only two episodes in of four, but it's fucking weird. That's uh, creepy, it's man. Creepy. So, yep. Like, we're watching this last night, and I wanted to keep watching it because I wanted to binge it, and it was 9 o'clock at night when we shut it off. Sarah's like, nope, we got to go to the bedroom. We got to watch, like, Finding Nemo or something because I'm going to have fucking nightmares. Which they wind it's up finding her body. <laughs> dude, like, yeah. They wound up Baby finding this right chick's now, body in a water tank on the roof of the hotel. Nope. Yeah. Pass. Which, I... I it's the end of the world. Flum has paintball guns. Well, like, the sick thing, the thing is, <laughs> like, uh, you're, the two episodes that you're watching, they've got a British couple that flew over there and stayed at this hotel. No. And they complained to the management for two days that the water tasted weird and that it had a dark tinge to it. And so the reason them complaining, they sent the maintenance guy to go and look at mm-hmm. it. Well, the pressure was so low. So he goes up to the tank, opens up the lid, and there she is. Yep. Heavily decomposed. <laughs> she, they, it was 19 days after she disappeared. Yeah, that it had only been her. a couple it's on weeks. Hotels.com. It is. It should be under either the Cecil Hotel or what was the what was the second hotel they opened up? It was called uh, terrible name for a hotel. Yeah, I don't remember. 15 floor hotel. Does it have a 13th floor? It does not. It is a 15-floor hotel without a 13th floor. Most hotels don't put yeah, I know, a, that's weird. a 13th floor, which if you're on the 14th, you fucking know you're, you're on, on the, the 13th. 13th. You just can't renumber it. Don't be stupid. Yeah. You know. But crazy as shit. Watch it when you guys get home. No, I don't want to ever. Fuck, I just yeah, not going to do it. does sound, sound not, pretty horrible. Not, not going to generally have, have one episode of Ozark left, and then I'm going to start watching this one. Omaha Scanner tweets of the weekend. Boy, were they busy with accidents. Drug runnings and police chases. (laughs) There was three pursuits I know of in Omaha this weekend. And I saw the conclusion of one when we were coming home Saturday night from uh, Papillion at about 84th. That was the mental health issue. Was that? Oh, that chick. That she basically just, she led him on a chase and then turned into a standoff. Yeah. Which I think everything ended okay with it. Okay. So um, one of the, the tweets oops. that were sent, uh, I believe Matt sent this one. The alarm company called and said it's a false fire due to a potato exploding. 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 Boom. Boom goes the potato. Detox filled up last night during the snowstorm. <laughs> I saw that one. What was it? Detox filled up again ah. during the snowstorm. It was cold and snowy. It was. 
911 caller says two parties are having relations in a snowbank in front of their garage. That'd be cold. That'd be really fucking cold. Depends how much you're moving. Disturbance, the Ramada Inn on 72nd Street. Caller says the Hells Angels are threatening him after a wrestling match at this location. Everyone is drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Uh, Omaha Scanner, in the Omaha Wilderness... A lone vehicle sits in the Dodge Expressway abyss after the owner yeets it off the road and ran away from the scene. Which I love it. You can see the footsteps running (laughs) through the snow. Yeah. Yeah, Down into that big bowl right there where all the big interchanges are. That'd be so scary, dude. Yeah. Fly it off that shit. Caller to 911 says three teenagers are in a parking lot shotgunning beers. Toes fucking kids. Good on them. Good on them. All right. This has been the Library Pubcast, episode 61. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week to do it again for Mark, Matt, Chris, Kevin. I'm Dan. Have a great week. Rest in peace, Daft Punk. What? Yeah. They announced their retirement today. Oh. Oh. Well, that's sad. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Which this is their second retirement. Who? Well, they're officially done now. Well, they're officially done now. They retired and split up. We'll split up Ten years ago, and then they got back together after two years. They probably ran out of money. Right. They're officially retired until they don't retire. Yeah. They unretire. But, I mean, if they wanted more money, they could have just done one tour and just done every major city and sold out all of them immediately. Oh, is it sad that I don't even know who Def Punk is? It's not sad. I don't know who it is. They're, so uh, it's not sad. They're okay. in, you don't they're know who Def Punk is and no. you're in radio? No. I'm not a big punk fan. Have you ever it's seen not punk? punk. <laughs> have you ever seen the the second sure Tron movie? Song. You know their songs, I guarantee. You. I'm sure. Do you see the song. latest Tron movie? Latest is in uh, who was the hot Legacy? chick that was in it? Legacy. Olivia Wilde. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Daft, they Daft did all the music punk. for that. Did all the music for that movie. Oh, cool. And they were they the were DJs in, in the scene where they blow the bar up. That was a long time ago. I don't remember that movie. It's a great well. movie. I just I don't remember the music from it. I liked it. I liked Olivia Wilde in it. Uh, I I wasn't mad at her. Yeah. I would hope. I believe so. I hope it is. She is smoking hot. I bet she's a dead lay. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Right. Oh, my God, I was playing with my dick. <laughs>